Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. When you first get into commercial property, a lot of people have this question, what if I bought a residential property and converted into a commercial property? Is that going to work? Is that going to make me more money, increase the value of my property? And where should I be doing that? Well, ultimately, this next podcast is going to answer the question of how you should be converting a residential property to a commercial property and what you are looking for when you're converting a residential to a commercial. So you're thinking of converting a residential property to a commercial property. Well, what should you be looking for? Well, there's typically three to four steps that you need to be looking at when you're converting a residential property to a commercial but a lot of that boils down to cost and also how much increase in rent you're going to get because ultimately that leads to the value of your property and the increased value of your property and also timing and zoning. Now I'll go into a little bit more detail throughout this podcast about how you should be going through that journey and what you should be looking for but typically uh, there is a lot of tenants that are looking for that commercial to type of property in a residential house because it gives them the feel of not being at work so you open yourself up to many many different types of tenants the main thing is how much more can you charge in rent so if you've got a property that's going to give you $500 gross in rent could you charge something that's maybe $750,000 net Ultimately, when you're changing commercial property usage, so residential, commercial, even from a retail to office space, like in terms of the different tenants and change of use, it's all about a cost proposition, whether it's worth it for you to put in the money, uh, get the tenant, and whether there's incentives in there for the tenant, and whether the area actually demands it. So the demand also comes into a factor when you're changing residential to commercial. Are there lots and lots of other tenants uh, are in a residential space on that street is there things that's happening around that area like is there a hospital going in uh, is there allied health going in around the hospitals uh, is there a university where there's as long as there's demand a residential conversion to a commercial conversion should give you an uplift in the value of the property as well as the rent in the property however sometimes the area is not right straight away and you need to consider this as perhaps a long-term strategy that you may implement in three or five years time as the area gentrifies or the zoning changes or as things come into the area uh, like other professionals or allied health or medical or infrastructure build the other thing to remember once you've converted a property from a residential to a commercial it's unlikely will ever be changed back again so when you do the conversion you got to make sure that you've done it up to code so for fire um, and to make sure it's compliant and also then you're subject to that fire inspection every year plus uh, there will be other compliances such as electricals and plumbing that you'll need to take care of so all these adds up to the cost of the the conversion but ultimately if that's what you want to do with that property it is also that you get the benefit of a more long-term tenant more stable tenant and more increase in rent and ultimately increase in the value of your property i get lots and lots of questions around this what should you do should you even do it is it even worth doing it um, and should you be looking at 
converting the, the residential to commercial straight away? What kind of tenants should you be getting in there? And that's what we're going to cover today on this video. So when you are looking at a residential property, you, the number one thing you actually need to determine is firstly whether it's in a zone to allow you to change into a commercial property. So sometimes if you're in a mixed zoning area or a commercial zoned area, you can still have residential property. So that could be that previously it was close to the town center. It's no longer, um, the town center has actually gentrified and expanded and as such the streets around it and now have commercial zoning alternatively they could be building a new school a new um, university a new hospital and as a result they've rezoned the area that's when your residential property starts to become more commercial like so or if you're looking for a commercial property and you happen to come across a residential property in a commercial zone you can then look at converting the residential to a commercial property so what are the steps you need to go through to assess if that's a good deal well the number one thing is actually about rent so the difference between residential property and commercial property is actually gross rent versus net rent so say you're getting $500 a week in in residential property that's $500 a week that's it that's gross that means that out of that you have to pay your council rates you have to pay water rates you have to pay your strata or building insurance depending on what the type of property you're buying and any other miscellaneous outgoings you need to maintain that property for some people it may have to include some cleaning if there is a couple of tenants in there um, or mowing the lawn at the back for the tenant depending on the arrangement you come with the tenant so your $500 per week gets eroded pretty fast and it can often take cost you anywhere between $50 to $80 to actually maintain that property um, and so you're not really positive with that investment but if you were buying a commercial property or converting the residential to a commercial property then possibly that $500 gross becomes $500 net so all of a sudden you're getting anywhere between a 30 to 40 percent increase on your rent because now all your strata or building insurance um, your rates and water uh, any of that maintenance costs all of that sudden gets shifted to the tenants column so what that means is that all of a sudden what you get in your pocket is net and what you need to pay the bank and afterwards you actually have money left over so it's a positive proposition or positive cash flow property so yay so sometimes that is a good enough reason for you to change from a residential property to a commercial property and that's really about getting the right tenant in there getting a commercial tenant in there rather than a residential tenant but also the characteristics of the property has to change and that's something you have to factor in to see if it's worthwhile for the change and whether that's actually going to create an increase in the value of your property so the number two thing when you consider changing a residential to a commercial is the increased value of the property so do you then go ahead and spend 20, 30 or $40,000 on that property after you've just bought it um, to convert it into a commercial tenant or commercial property? So that may include a lot of the times it includes getting rid of the laundry and getting rid of the bathrooms. So often there's showers and bathtubs and, and things like that. Um, there's troughs and laundries, often just stripping that away, making that a little storage room, making it a, a, a normal bathroom or converting the bathroom into a disabled bathroom. Um, the the other thing is about access so you might have a, uh, a very narrow doorway for residential you might need a broad a bigger doorway for commercial especially
especially if you want disability access as well. It might require you to build a ramp into the property rather than just stairs, depending, of course, where the level of the property is. Of course, then the room layout also got to change. So you can't just have a kitchen uh, that's just in the middle of the, the lounge area. You maybe need to shift the kitchen, change it into a kitchenette at the back. Um, you may need to get rid of the kitchen altogether. So there's, there's many areas you need to change in that property to change the layout of it so that it becomes a commercial property. And of course, there's also compliance issues with, uh, with of course, things like fire and, um, and also just bring it up to make sure that all the works are being done and up to the code, the commercial code. So that's the number three thing is to look at how much it costs to actually for you to get the compliance of that. So it's not just we're converting and spending that whole chunk of money, but the compliance of it and then ultimately it all comes down to a numbers and the equation of is it worthwhile for you to get a commercial tenant in there and does that increase the value of your property so we come back to number one and two so let's say you bought a property for five hundred thousand dollars and then you decided that yes it's worth you spending fifty thousand dollars or ten percent of the money you've um, used to purchase the property so fifty thousand dollars to convert it from residential to commercial so then what you potentially want to do is to look at the ratio of not only getting $500 if you were renting this property out as um, residential, but that potentially if you became a commercial premise, you could rent that property out for a minimum of $750 net. So it's not only just an increase of 20% in terms of net and gross changes, but actually a significant increase on top of that. So another 50% increase on top of that to get the commercial tenant. So you're going from a mum and dad living in your property to now having a potential dentist, an ally health like a chiropractor or a physio in there, or you could have someone who's operating a professional service like your financial planners also and accountants and lawyers love also these kind of properties as well and of course there's also beauty therapy and um, retreats um, studios like there's lots and lots of uses for it but the main thing is will you attract a sticky tenant in there that's going to pay you a higher level rent because if you ended up getting a tenant that's going to pay you $750 net rent then you are going to end up with somewhere around 35 thousand dollars in net rent or to forty thousand dollars in net rent plus you know all your outgoings paid and you've got a tenant that's there for three five years on a longer lease so that becomes worthwhile and you only spent a fifty thousand dollars in um in converting the property and attracting the tenant so your five hundred thousand dollar property you've now ended up spending five uh, you know plus the fifty thousand you end up spending five fifty for it but now because you're getting somewhere around thirty five forty thousand dollars the uplift to that property is now your property is now worth anywhere from you know 650,000 to you know 750,000 depending on the market yield at the time or the cap rate in the market that you are operating in and where you're buying it. and that would be the proposition of why you would convert a residential to a commercial so the three things to look at number one is rent what is the increase you're going to get in rent between a gross rent having a residential tenant to the net rent in a commercial tenant and it has to be a minimum of 20 to 30 percent for it to be worthwhile to start with but preferably a lot more than that preferably we're looking more at 60 or 70 percent uh, as a better proposition um, secondly the capital worth you're going to put into it increase uh, in in terms of the 
value the property is going to be. So if you're spending $50,000 or $100,000 in terms of the conversion, um, is it ultimately going to give that back to you and double? So does that bring an extra hundred or $150,000 equity into the property? So that's the number two thing. Number three is really about compliance. Can you get the tenant in? What kind of compliance do you need to do in terms of fire, in terms of um, your, um, if you're going to get disability access, in terms of any of the layout of that you need to do, all of those things and how much is that going to cost you? And of course, you know, you would need to consider insurance and things like that as well. So all of those things need to be considered so those are three things and if they add up um, and you're in an area that's gentrifying it's changing the value of that property will go up because it is a very flexible property and there's a lot of tenants who are looking specifically for that type of property because it's friendly it's homely it doesn't feel like you're in an office space um, and also it allows them to have functionality and also parking so there's a lot of good upsides to it and that's the reason why people often choose that and they may pay a little bit more than you know just an office space to be in that premise so really look at those three metrics before you decide whether you want to buy a residential property and convert it to commercial. So I hope that's been helpful. If you want um, more information about it or if you want me to assess your current situation or you just want some advice or you want me to take you through a personalized strategy session and really help you on your commercial property journey, go to helentarrant.com, send me a message through there or helen at commercialpropertycashflow.com.au. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.